Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as we get into this segment, uh, we're going to do this every day uh, from now through the end of the year. And we always say that uh, you, you can have uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, And so we're going to get our 2020 hindsight. So we're going to take a look back at the year and what's actually going on, what happened, what did we learn, what moments mattered, and uh, what's the meaning of all of that. And so very pleased to be joined today by the editor of the Deseret News, Doug Wilkes. Doug, thanks for joining us. Good to be with you again, Boyd. How you doing? Doing well, doing well, and uh, we are looking back. And uh, of course, the, we always find the lessons in that 2020 hindsight. And so, uh, Doug, what? Uh, give me a, a takeaway from uh, your hindsight from the year that was 2020. <laughs> what a big question, right? <laughs> 2020, looking back. I mean, everyone's kind of saying, "Let's get 2020 behind us," but there are, I think, real lessons and um, about resiliency and. Um, finding joy in difficult circumstances uh, um, and uh, some of the lessons that I think I've learned or that we looked at from a media standpoint is the importance of leadership, mm-hmm. the importance of needing a clear message. You know, we started out with some confusion from the centers of disease control over mask usage and that kind of set us on a path that was difficult to, to overcome um, in terms of masks being protective of COVID-19. Um, but and then even with clear messaging, ultimately it all comes back to personal responsibility. What are we willing to do for the collective good? Yeah. And I saw that in every instance, whether it's the earthquake, COVID nineteen, or something else. Yeah, that that collective good uh, was clearly on display throughout the year uh, this year in so many different ways uh, that I thought it was uh, great. So I wanted I wanted to kind of break down both of those pieces of the puzzle. First, you talk about the, the leadership component. There was definitely uh, mixed messages coming even out of the CDC, uh, out of the White House, out of the State House, uh, all kinds of things where there was a lot of confusion. And we and we know we know in business, a confused customer never buys uh, and a confused citizen doesn't act. Uh, and I think we ended up experiencing uh, the downside of that uh, really throughout the past nine months. Oh, I think you're right. And, you know, the way you overcome that is you acknowledge the mistake, right? People are very forgiving. So, look, we got yeah. this wrong. Here's what we know. We have better uh, understanding now. We uh, understand COVID-19 better now. And, and, you know, even from a hospital, what you do to treat it 
to uh, in society what you do to protect yourself from the the virus, and with a clear message of this is what we have now, then I think you embrace that and, and go forward. But people, and in the election year compounded this, people will be seeking their own their own path forward rather than something that really will will help society. Yeah, that uh, that was one of the things we were talking about earlier in the program today, that uh, even even at the very moment when uh, finally, six months late, uh, a deal was passed uh, that will provide some relief to citizens, to businesses, uh, that neither Chuck Schumer nor Mitch McConnell nor Kevin McCarthy nor Speaker Pelosi could resist the opportunity to jab at the other side and to point fingers and place blame uh, rather than saying, hey, it took us too long, the process was broken, but we did get something done for the American people before Christmas. Uh, and so it's that uh, not using our institutions as platforms, political platforms or personal platforms, uh, but really uh, doing that for the good of the people. There's been a lot of conversation about um, how we tend to weaponize everything now, mm. right? Yeah. Instead of looking for an opportunity for service, an opportunity for empathy, an opportunity to do something worthwhile, whether it's with tax dollars or personal contributions, people say, "What? how can I take advantage of this? And, um, you know, not to be too negative, but it's just everything becomes weaponized. Yeah. Um, if someone doesn't like your point of view, right, there's this cancel culture component. If right. someone wants to shout you down, they do that. Um, I think people are tired of it, right? And they, they see it. They see it in the media. They see it around uh, in their uh, – walks of life um but hopefully in 20 if we learn from 2020 we go that's not that's not a good way to live a life and in 2021 maybe we put those other good things forward and leave that behind yeah i love that if you're just joining us we have doug wilkes editor of the deseret news joining us uh, a segment we're going to do every day between now and the end of the year and it is 2020 hindsight hindsight from 2020 the year that was and uh, Doug, you mentioned some of those good things that uh, that happened. That uh, being willing to do things uh, for the good of the whole, uh, we saw some of that in Utah. We saw almost six million or over six million uh, masks made early on, just in a, a matter of weeks. Again, with no government funding, with no uh, you know coercion or anything, just a, simply an idea, uh, and groups being willing to come together uh, for the for the good of the community. Well, you you saw that a lot of the private sector was working toward that. Um, certainly, that was a terrific example of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints stepping forward um, and basically just making a call to, to members and to others. Uh, plenty of non-members were sewing masks, right? Um, you saw the Utah Jazz opening up, you know, yeah. Vivian Arena. Saying, look, we can we can help with uh, um, with whatever you need for for voting. You saw different areas uh, opening up for testing as testing sites. You saw the amazing sacrifice of healthcare workers um, being willing to, you know, whether they're sitting out in a parking lot in the heat or in a parking lot in the cold, but they're there so that you know the virus doesn't come into a health facility, and you're trying to meet the public where they can come. There's all these little things that people were doing to try and move forward, um, not to mention the financial contributions that were so significant. Uh, there was in Salt Lake City, there was an effort when after the great windstorm, all the trees came down right. and people were able to put together that the Navajo Nation needs wood. Here's wood. And so uh, work parties were organized to chop up those trees and get that wood down to the Navajo Nation. 
I mean, those are finding great silver linings in difficult circumstances. And that, uh, was one of the, that was one of the highlights, I think, this year. Oh, fantastic. Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News, joining us on our uh, special for the next few days here. 2020 hindsight, hindsight from 2020. Doug, always appreciate your perspective uh, from inside the newsroom at the Deseret News. Thanks, Boyd. All right, we'll go ahead and step aside for our final break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about them. You know, them. What should they know about you? Find out next. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.